welcome to Revelations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Revelations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give our comedic interpretation of your fucked up room cycle. Today we're reading dreams about ex-husbands, live sex shows, and voyeurism. We also have a dream about tractors, daycares, and Skid Row, (laughs) all in the same dream. That's a dream, if I ever heard one. (laughs) We're also talking about a recent GQ article about Brad Pitt and what he dreams. Ooh la la. I know you want to stay tuned for that, bestie. So let's get started. Woo! I've missed you this week because we recorded early last... It seems like it's been a while. It feels like it's been a couple weeks because we recorded early and then we're recording late. Yes. I missed you too. Oh, I'm so excited. I am like so excited. I can't tell you how excited I am for today's episode because I just feel like... I just have a feeling this is going to be an incredible episode. Oh my God. I can't wait to hear For so many reasons. My dream's really good today too. Oh, good. We have good dreams. I've got a good topic to talk about later. As well as just chit chat that happened this week. That's always fun. Oh my God, I love pod news. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got some fun coming there. (laughs) All right, (laughs) let's get started. I heard you have a good dream. So, would you like to start? I would love to start. And I do have a good dream. And I want to thank Faith from Las Vegas for submitting this dream. (gasps) It's Yay for Vegas. <laughs> Let's go. I love Vegas story. Hey, that's where I had my tooth dream. That's true. It was based in Vegas. The one we have on Sleepover Squad. Mm, yeah. If you want to hear Vegas. that one, Brooke's yes. first ever dream shared on the podcast. Yeah, join our Sleepover yep. Squad. Here is another Vegas dream, and it's from Faith. You ready for this one? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Last night, I had a dream about my ex-husband. Ugh. That wasn't the only X part of it, if you get my drift, kinky mm. stuff. Oh, my. Ooh, stuff we never did in real life. Oh. I'm currently happily remarried, okay. and I was married to my current husband in this dream as well. Okay. I couldn't believe that I was doing this stuff with my ex who I hate, all oh. in front of my current husband, no. who I love. I'm like, no, no, no. This stresses me out. This dream stresses me out already. I'm sorry. It's good and stressful at the same time. Ugh. Okay. We gathered more and more of an audience. Oh. <laughs> I know. But my husband still didn't seem to mind. Hmm. This was starting to bother me, even though I was the one putting on the live sex show. It's a live sex show. Only fans. Yep. Only fans. There you go. You can make some good money. Um, So I've heard. (laughs) So, okay. So she's upset at her husband for not really caring. But then he stood up, walked over to me, led me to the dance floor where we danced all night. However, there were still people watching us the whole time, including my ex-husband. Okay. At the end of the night, both my husband and ex walked me to the car But as my husband and I were shutting the door, my ex got in. The door (laughs) shut, and that's when I woke up. Whoa. Wah, wah, wee, wah. What? (laughs) Oh, I don't like the mixing of the new and the old. That just uh, just causes me so much stress and anxiety in the stream. I would imagine you'd have some kind of stress in this scenario. (laughs) Unless you had some sort of amicable divorce where, you know, they're friends and it's still like some ties there. But unfortunately, we don't uh, have enough information on the background. Faith, come on. I was thinking kind of the same thing, kind of like, is this a past unresolved issue? You know, you always still have some kind of relationship, good or bad, some kind of connection with your ex. Mm-hmm. Um, or children. <laughs> divorce in, usually in means... <laughs> Just children. <laughs> Just children. But divorce usually is associated with some anger. You know, there's usually <laughs> some anger involved. Um, but she really seemed to be enjoying his company in the stream. Mm-hmm. Um, pardon my French. Pardonnez-moi. But it's almost like hate fucking... <laughs> 
Hate fucking. Hate fucking. You know, like I some, thought you were gonna say a menage a trois. You, you oh, said hate. Well, I was like, that is French. <laughs> well, we don't know what happened after he I got mean, in the car. French mm-hmm. both ways. French hate fucking both- or menage a trois. Hate fucking. You know, that's a common French term. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need to get rid of that tension. You know, metaphorically, of course. Sure, of course. Yes. Um, but the kinky stuff. And I love how she called it kinky because it is kind of kinky. I think it's the first thing that's most interesting to me is that she dreamt about these things that she never actually did with her ex. She didn't go into a lot of detail, which we understand, but But she knew fill in the blanks. She knew it was dirty. She knew it was dirty. But honestly, I'm a little torn on this one. I don't know if it's necessarily about sex. Mm -hmm. It's probably more about, like we said, the unresolved issues with the ex, Mm -hmm. but Kinky stuff, at least to me, could also mean like kind of taking control. Depends mm-hmm. on like which side you're on on the kinky sure. stuff. Sure, you sure. could be having stuff done to you or you could be doing stuff to someone else. And maybe Faith is just lacking a little bit of, you know. Hot sauce? Hot sauce in her <laughs> current. Yeah, hot sauce <laughs> in her current situation and maybe for her it's just easier to like explore these feelings in a dream especially something that's so taboo right right like sex with an ex would be like very taboo so it's like is that what it is is kind of the appeal that taboo side yeah and also it's like she doesn't she said i who i hate so it's not (laughs) like she has you know like real fun happy memories but it doesn't matter. Like there could still be some kind of unresolved issue there. Or I wonder, is it is it that she there was a trait in her ex that she doesn't have with her current yeah, spouse that maybe there's something that she found attractive. Not necessarily that she finds her ex attractive, more so that there was a trait about him yeah. that is lacking in some sort of sense yeah. in this new relationship. I don't know. And, I mean, she does seem very happy with right. her new husband. But still, there's always stuff that's lacking or you can work mm-hmm. on. Um, but I wonder, because both men are featured prominently in the dream, I wonder if there is maybe her ex has an issue with her current husband or her current mm-hmm. husband has an issue with the ex. But obviously, um, she's having sex with one, dancing with the other. Both mm-hmm. are watching the whole time. There's obviously some kind of entanglement in real life. Not yeah. necessarily sexual, but there's obviously some A relationship dynamic. Yes. And we're not talking about like a throuple here or anything, but <laughs> there's definitely some kind of issue. A three it of just them. needs to work through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the live sex show. <laughs> A lot of girls, girls, girls. I see like this, like, <laughs> yeah, girls, like, ladies, X, 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 girls, girls, ne- girls, neon lights. Of course, if it's Vegas, there's a lot of neon lights there, right? How did you differentiate between everything? But I guess this is, I don't know if this took place in Vegas, it might have. Oh, she I, is, she's from Vegas. That's right. I she mean, there is a lot of Vegas. exhibitionism in this dream, like, fully exposed, but she doesn't seem uncomfortable. Even in front of yes. a group of people. Which is funny because in most dreams where you – you a lot of dreams that are those common dreams where you're naked in public, you're yeah. embarrassed and you're like, it's oh, It's such a God. stress dream. It's such but a But it doesn't seem dream. so in the this sense. One, that's why this one's interesting to me because I'm like, huh, it kind of goes against the grain and that's what I liked about it. But It does. Like even in front of a group of people and in front of her current husband, she still didn't really seem embarrassed or shy. Good um, for you, girl. You yeah, I go. love it, Faith. Like, go. There's definitely a sense of vulnerability whenever there's nudity involved, I think, mm-hmm. like you were saying. But sure. maybe her opening up, <laughs> that sounds terrible, um, <laughs> is ready to address, let's say, some lingering issues with her ex. I mean, mm-hmm. she's revealing herself. She's opening up. <laughs> and maybe part of that is just like, I've moved on. Here I am. I'm completely vulnerable. Like, I am over you. I, or whatever, yeah. I hate you. And I'm just... <laughs> Here I am. I don't care what you think of me. Type. No, I'm going to do this. Right? I'm going to do this, and that's you can take that's it or the leave past, it. And this is my future. Yeah. And if you don't like it, I don't care what anyone says when they're I looking like at me. It. I like that attitude. Yeah. It's got. I like it. 
spunky. The dancing all night part. This is, I love this part though, because it's (laughs) such a departure from the rest of the dream. Like her poor fucking husband (laughs) having to watch his wife (laughs) partake in a live sex show with her ex of all people. And then the dancing just seems so happy and romantic. Like even though he just saw all this horrible stuff, he's sticking by her. But Hmm. the dancing shows love and support. That's how I saw it in my head. Like a nice, yeah, like I agree. cuddling dancing. It doesn't like, matter. I don't care what your past is type no. thing. Like I don't care what because it really is the second part of the dream. Like yeah, I don't care is. what happened the first part of the dream. I know it's that just, you came into this relationship with these these this baggage, so to say, this yeah. like past relationship. But you know what? I love you anyways and I I'm here for you here on out the rest of the night. So I think she clearly has a lot of love for her current husband. It's coming through in this dream. The dancing to almost seem like it would have been like the same on their wedding day, you know, because they're dancing Aww. and everyone's like around watching. So for me, it felt like at least to me, it's like he's showing his commitment to her no matter what. He mm-hmm. just saw her in a live sex show, but he still takes her hand out to the dance floor. Right. It's like, she knows he loves her too. That's very evident, but because it's not sexual at that point, it's no, just romantic. that part's not it's sexual. Just it's just sweet. sweet. You know it's what I mean? Support. It's love. But the ex getting into the car at the end. Mm-hmm. I is this just like more? That is, I forgot stuff? about that part. I like know. no, why? It's, no matter. But maybe it's like no matter what she does in her future, like he's still there. Yeah, he's always gonna especially be if there. they had children. Yeah, I was going to say if there's children, they're always going to be in each other's lives, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. This one, I keep going back and forth on this one. Like, is it symbolism or is it just like more fun to think about the kinky stuff? <laughs> like, <laughs> True, I don't know. right. You can take it either way. The main thing I took from this dream, though, is like the voyeuristic a- aspect. There's always people watching. Mm-hmm. He's watching. The ex-husband's watching. The people are watching. And it's everyone is watching the sex and the dancing. <laughs> and it's like. Again, is this just another sexy, kinky thing? I don't know. But I think Faith just might be a freak in the sheets. And now <laughs> she needs a little bit more of that in her waking life. Perhaps, that's my, perhaps. that's my, um, Un- unprofessional, uh, <laughs> unprofessional opinion. opinion <laughs> Get some of that dream sex into your real uh. life sex. But that's it. I don't think there's a better way to end it than what you just said. So. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. Well said, Brug. Thank you, Faith. And thank you, Mindy. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> that was a great one. If you have a dream to share with our show, that's how we produce these episodes each and every week. Submit your dreams. And you can do that by emailing us at revelations at gmail.com. Send your dreams. Send your dream snippets. Send your dream stories. Send anything you want. Please. We'll take it. We want to read your stories. And we appreciate each and every every one of you who have submitted so far and we can't wait to hear even more dreams from all of you besties out there speaking of which mindy <laughs> i know how you love it when i say that like, I, you're in you trouble. make me jump every time i heard you have a fantastic dream to share today speaking of great dreams this dream comes from tiffany from iowa Ooh. one of our hometown besties Yay! and so I'm going to read this dream. It's titled, I'm Late. Oh, that could mean a lot of things. <laughs> it could mean a lot of things. So okay. let's get into it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's a long one, so buckle up. Ooh, I'm buckled. In my dream, I was driving, and I was late for something. Okay. I was in a big city like Chicago, but it wasn't Chicago or even New York or L.A. I was in a rush to get wherever I was going because I was already late. <laughs> So I was going to take a shortcut across the railroad tracks. Oh, no. That's never a good idea. As I was crossing in my John Deere tractor, (laughs) I got stuck on the tracks. So I left it there because I was late. Oh, not a good move, Tiffany. Not (laughs) Not a good idea, idea, Tiffany. As I was walking away, the Dubuque train hit the tractor. Oh, no. The conductor was pissed. I was just leaving it there. Uh, rightfully so. Right? I must say. 
You shouldn't leave anything on it. the just, train tracks, let alone something. Just push the tractor. Just push it. It's not It's not a semi. Get some friends. Push, put it, pop, pop it in neutral. Push that tractor. Pop it and just push it. <laughs> All I could think was, I've got somewhere to be, and I would have to reimburse my company because oh. a tractor was company property. Well, maybe she shouldn't have left it off the tracks then. In my head, the tally was about... Fifty-five or sixty thousand dollars. So I fled. Oh boy, this is bye. More bad decisions. Yeah, bye. That's a bad decision. First of all, don't drive your tractor in the in a major city. That or seems to work. <laughs> Unless you're a farmer, then right. completely acceptable. <laughs> if you live in a big city. I mean, you know how they have those like little orange triangles on the back? <laughs> yeah. Just slow, so slow moving slow. vehicle. That one's always on the driving test, by the way. Oh, what it does is. the symbol mean? Slow. It's a, it's a tractor. It's a tractor. So tra- <laughs> slow down. We're in the Midwest. Like, we're used to this, but people in Chicago or whatever probably, big city aren't. Probably not used to seeing a tractor just driving down the road and you just know to either go around it or you have to wait. But don't stop on a railroad track. Don't. I, not, I feel not like I shouldn't have to say it, but I said it. <laughs> so she left it there. Train smashed in. She's no. got now to reimburse Now she has company. fled. She has fled. Still on my route to wherever I was going to, <laughs> I decided to cut through a building. I entered the building and the doors locked behind me. Oh, no. A gentleman asked which kids I was picking up. Turns out I was inside a daycare building. (laughs) Well, I'm glad it was safe enough for her to get in. Right. But not out. (laughs) No, I guess not. You come into the building, but you can never leave. leave. The guy told me that they only allow people into the building who are picking up kids. I explained I didn't have any young kids. That I was, wasn't there to pick up anyone, but he was sticking to the rules. This is alarming. Finally, I convinced him that I didn't know it was a daycare, and I was just walking through the building as a shortcut to get where I needed to be, because I was late. She's late, but Tiffany, I don't think you should be taking any more shortcuts. They're not working out for you. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> it gets better. Oh, no. He said... It's fine, but you can only let me out through one particular exit. Okay. This seems unsafe for many reasons. We get to the area where I can see the exit door. There was a small flight of stairs, three steps to the door. <laughs> okay. An old, an old woman in a wheelchair was in the way of the stairs. When the guy explained my need to exit, she said, here, let me get out of your way. But when she went to move, <laughs> she wheeled in the wrong direction Wait, and fell backwards down the stairs, wheelchair and all, cracking her head open on the floor. Oh, my God. Wait, she went down the three stairs? So the w- woman in the wheelchair was in the way, so she went to move and then just fell backwards down three stairs and cracked her head. Oh, dear. Is That's she okay? Or do we... It's not good. Well, okay. <laughs> Tiffany says... I apologized. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, at least she's got manners. Right? I'm so sorry you have a concussion or could possibly die. <laughs> I apologize, saying if I hadn't been trying to get to the place I was going or chosen this building to cut through, <laughs> all this wouldn't have happened. She's late. She's I late. apologized again, stating I wish I could stay and help, but I have to go. I'm good. <laughs> took me a second. I thought that one was coming out. You should out. not drink during the stream because it's going I thought that one was better. coming out of my nose for sure. So she has to go. After I'm out of the daycare building, I decided it's best to stay outside. <laughs> Thank you. As to navigate where I'm going. I agree, <laughs> Tiffany. That's probably a, the best idea. But she doesn't know where she's going. No. So I decided to go behind the buildings. Oh, The no. fastest route. Oh, jeez. Only to be walking very briskly past a shipping container that I could hear music coming out of. Oh, okay. So is it just a shipping container or are we near some waterway? Well, <laughs> it was then I realized I was in kind of a skid row sort of oh. the part of city I was in. Mm-hmm. The music was being played by a homeless man living in the shipping container. 
Oh, well, you know what? That There are worse things to live in if you're homeless. I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but at least it's enclosed, weather safe. Agreed. But still, awkward situation to walk in on. As I am nearly through this skid row, I am approached by <laughs> three crackhead women oh, who are no. looking for drugs, money, etc. Basically, <laughs> anything they could take from me. Okay, well, this is not safe anymore. Bad decisions all around. Every decision is not the best. Just saying. <laughs> I had nothing to offer, so I ran from them and gave them the slip by hiding. I gave them the slip? <laughs> by hiding in an unoccupied cardboard box. Wow. Like a shanty. And I like this part. In Scooby-Doo style antics, they went right past where I was hiding, not even noticing me. So... I made it out of Skid Row. Nice. I'm glad she made it out of okay. But something tells me there's more to come. <laughs> As I stepped out of Skid Row, it was the feeling you get while watching The Wizard of Oz with Dorothy, <laughs> the Scarecrow, and the Tin Man and the Lion making it out of the Wicked Forest and seeing the Emerald City for the first time. Lovely. I knew I was just steps from where I was supposed to be. And that's when I woke up. Oh, my God. We, oh, that was a good one. That's long. That's, Tiffany. That's a good that's one. That's an intense dream. It's intense. a lot of scene changes. So much passion to getting to where she doesn't even know where she's going. Right. But she's trying her damnedest to get there. She just doesn't know where it is. She's no. taking shortcuts. She's taking tractors. She's going down Skid Row. But I hope she's running late. Found I hope she found where her Emerald City. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh wow. wow! Yeah. Okay. So the overall theme, the overall theme of this, obviously, is a stress dream. Just running late in general, taking yes. wrong turns, trying to get somewhere, and every decision you make is wrong. Right. 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 When you're running late and you're having that stress dream, it can often be like. You know, you're suffering from the weight of expectations people have on you. Like, you you can't live up to what people expect of you. Right. And you're, like, always one step behind. Like, yeah. you can never catch up. No matter how hard you're trying, like, you're trying to get there in time, but you just can't, no matter what option you're trying. She seems like a really good employee, though, because she is trying. She is trying to get there. I feel like it's work-related because she had the tractor. Like, she's trying to get to somewhere work-related. God damn. I know. I, I don't know if I've ever liked a job that much to no, try not, that hard. Not to try that hard to have a run in with a train and crackheads. No, <laughs> no, no jobs worth that. I, don't think. I will say the hardest job I ever had was running my own business because, you know, it's like you've never worked a day in your life when you you do what you love. And it's mm. such bullshit because you work actually harder. <laughs> And you work every fucking day of your whole 24 life. 7 Because you're the only one who determines if you get a paycheck. Right. And so it is not easy. It's not. And also there's lots of crackheads in your line of work. Yeah. So many <laughs> crackheads getting married. No. It's just a thing nowadays. They're just all getting married. <laughs> I'm going to go to Skid Row and photograph a wedding. You could. You could do that. You I might not get it look paid. Beautiful. I would look. I would make it the beautiful, most beautifulest wedding you've ever seen. The most beautiful shipping container wedding you've ever seen. <laughs> there has been lots of unique venues, but I'm. Sh I have never shot a shipping container wedding. I think this is be on your bucket list. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Going back to Timmy's dream, uh, she mentions it's a big city. She didn't know what city it was, but you know, big cities. Being that she's from a small town in Iowa, I see mm -hmm. it as being like a big challenge, whatever it is. Like a, there's yeah. something, a big issue or a big challenge in her life. But then we get to the tractor. <laughs> oh my God, we're only to the tractor. This dream has so many things. So to many. It. I really see it as three parts of the dream. First, the part, the tractor part. So, yeah. right? So, that's the first location. The tractor is stalled on the, the train tracks. And it felt like that she had to make a decision quickly. Do I leave it here? Do I try to restart it? But she's like, ah, fuck it. I'm gone. She just like, fled. Just, just <laughs> fled. And, like, the conductor was pissed that he ran his train into her tractor. Okay, that's part one. Then we get to part two, which is the daycare. 
And I, and even though she's like, I don't have any small children, I mean, I see a daycare facility as being like caring for someone or something, right. especially because there was a woman who was disabled in a wheelchair or an elderly person who was in right. a wheelchair needing to care for something, right? And they did seem to want to follow the rules. They like, did there, yes. But my only concern is how she got in in the first place. You could open the door, but you can't get out, which was Yeah, and with children involved, it doesn't seem that... It should be the opposite. Yeah, it should be like, let's stop at the door, see who you are, and then let you in. Right, complete opposite. <laughs> she mentions in number three that there was three stairs that this woman oh, in yeah. the wheelchair fell oh. like down. yeah. Going to my numbers, of course. I want to hear it. Three is interesting. It's actually the most common number in dreams I've heard. So it can be taken a couple ways. It can mean like a third wheel, right? Mm. Like you're like an extra part or like a competition piece. Like is there like she's feeling competition in her work life maybe? Mm -hmm. Because this this dream is about work. So she's feeling some competition at work. But have you ever heard the thing like – Good luck comes in threes or bad luck comes in threes. Oh, yeah. It's like deaths, too. Like celebrity death. Yes. They always say come in threes. Exactly. And I I feel that in my own life. Like, it seems like everything comes in threes. So the dream had three locations. She mentioned Ooh. three steps, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. The question is, is it good luck or bad luck she's hitting on right now? That is a good question. I don't know. I would say it's not great. <laughs> I mean, where right? I mean, she's her tractor is getting hit by a train. She kind of makes an old lady fall down the stairs. <laughs> not good. And then she's like almost assaulted by crackheads. I don't I wouldn't yeah. count that as good luck. No, I think it's three things of bad luck. Right. But Usually after you have those three things of good luck or bad luck, your luck will change. So maybe she went through three things in her life that now it's going to start looking up. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to the skid row (laughs) and she hears this music playing, which normally music can be kind of like a, well, if you think of movies, it adds to the scene, right? So it's either ominous or it can be like uplifting. So like what, Mm -hmm. what sense I think this music was playing. But it drew her in. It, like she did so not walk away from it. She kind of wanted to see what it was. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she kind of, I think, got a false sense of security walking through the Skid Row area. I bet it was a like a jaunty little tune, you know. And she just was like, <laughs> "I got to see what dun, dun, where this dun, is dun, coming dun, from." Like I know dun, I'm, dun, 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 I know I'm late, but I got to hear this jaunty tune. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and then you get to like the Skid Row part, which is like, uh, it's just. People trying to, like, take stuff from you. Right. Mm-hmm. What in your personal life are people trying to draw from you that maybe you don't need to give away? Yeah, maybe she's – it's kind of like an emotional vampire. Maybe she's being drained by someone or someone's, mm-hmm. and it's just taking a toll on her. Overall, I really – I think <laughs> – here's what I came out. I, I sat on this one for, like, a whole day today because I was like, how – what's the overall thing? Because there's so much going into this. There's a lot. <laughs> Here's what I think. Scene one, tractor, Mm -hmm. is her work life. How she's feeling at work. And Midwest roots, I think. Right? Scene two, daycare, family. Mm -hmm. I see that as her family life. Yep. Scene three, Skid Row, I see that as her personal life. Ooh, these are these are deep, Mindy. These are deep. I, I thought about this all I this one stuck with me all day. I I'll, love I'll this though. I am like totally into what you're saying right now. Wow. Three scenes, three parts of her life. She's got her work life, mm-hmm. her family life, and her personal well-being. What's causing her to rush through each of these things? Or right. as, as she's trying to get to her goal, it's like she's Passing through these things, having like a little bit of trouble. But she gets out of each situation. So it's confusing because she's kind of putting herself into these situations. Like, Mm -hmm. but she's also walking away from them okay. But she's almost rushing it a little bit. Oh, she's totally rushing. Because if she hadn't like left the tractor there, she would have spent the time there. She would have been fine. And she would have never walked through the building or skid If she had not rushed through the building, the lady wouldn't have. Cracked her head. If she had not rushed through the personal part of her life, no one would try to assault her and get her personal <laughs> items. So I'm just thinking, like, maybe Tiffany needs to take a step back and just slow things down a little bit. Yeah. Work on that balance between work, personal, 
and family. Yeah, that's the toughest balance to find, though. It's not. It's easy. Always. It's easier said than done. Because as soon as you start running towards one of them, like I've got a lot of things at work, right. like it feels like something else slips away, right? Right. It feels like you're not spending enough time with your kids then, or something, you're or always, yourself, or yourself. Yeah, you just you're always feeling a little behind, and I think that was a big aspect of this dream. Like she just mm-hmm. she just couldn't catch up. She was still late. She was still always late, no matter what. You can't do all of it all the time. Mm-mm. I think that's really the lesson in this dream is you can't. Run full force at every aspect of your life, work, personal, and family. Yeah. You can't run a thousand miles an hour each of them. So you need to kind of pull it back. Mm -mm. You can't please all the people all the time. You can't. No. But overall, I think at the end of the dream where she kind of has that idea that she walked out into the land of Oz where she sees the Unrolled City and it's like this kind of moment. I just feel like that's a great ending to a dream. And I think... I think overall she's going to find that balance yeah. between those three things in her life. And I even – she's very descriptive. Like I even hear the music like – I don't even know how the song goes. They're like, we're out of the woods, we're out of the woods or whatever from like <laughs> right. Wizard of Oz. And it's like yes, you feel yes. that because it's like, oh, like that feeling when yeah. she's coming out and they're like, okay, we're on the other side. We kind of made it. Made it past this busy part of your life, and it's, and someday you'll be able to retire and enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> when know. is someday? Because I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm not there. <laughs> not there yet. But thank you, Tiffany, for sending that in. I love a good scene change dream, and then that was that was perfection. That was like a perfect example. I mean, your dreams, Mindy, of course, are the perfect example of scene changes. But this was a really good one, and you really pinpointed. I'm like kind of blown away about the three aspects. Like I never saw it that way. Like, and I think it's really brilliant. You came up with that and it makes a lot of sense. It stuck with me all day. And I think that's just how I, my brain worked it out. It's good though. I think it's very astute. (laughs) Well, Tiffany, let us know if you think that is astute. Correct. One way or another astute. How do you spell that? Ooh, don't ask me to spell things. <laughs> I can't spell anything. I'm I, the worst speller in the whole world. Remember I gave you <laughs> as a birthday gift one year a box of toastums. I think it was toastums because you didn't even to- have Pop Tarts. It was like toastums. It's like the Aldi brand. Yeah. Of and then Pop-Tarts. inside the box I put like a number one spelling champ like ribbon or something because even because <laughs> i was the worst speller this has been a joke for a long time we're not making fun yes. of you this has just been no i know <laughs> i'm but it has to do with my dyslexia so i cannot I spell I'm not because i'm dyslexic because so dyslexia. we didn't no, know I get then it. we didn't know no i had no and i've never been officially diagnosed but <laughs> i I we know I don't what know whatever is. test is out there, but I, I we I know what it is. Yeah. I can't get things and numbers right, and especially spelling was always hard for me. Yeah, but yes, I do. I think I still have that ribbon. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure glad somewhere. you say thank you because it's kind of a shitty thing, but you know it was a it was all in good fun. Of course, yeah. of course. And you got I, some toast. Openly admit you got some toastums. <laughs> Who doesn't love toastums? Win win. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tiffany and Faith. You know, submitting dreams is a major, major way to support the show. We can't thank you enough, but you can also do a little bit more. If you want to go to remolations.com slash support, you can check out our sleepover squad. It's amazing. Hey, you know what? We're doing a little bit of a giveaway we are do you want to tell everyone about it it's so exciting i would love to in celebration of our upcoming birthdays this mm-hmm. month well next next month august, the month of august august and september yes we were born only but a week wait, how many days apart are like we a week a week apart mm-hmm. more um okay no. uh, the 24th 6th 26th 28th 29th like a week 30, and a half 31. Two, three, three. Wait, no. To the third. Too many. You're going to t- you're <laughs> ten go- days. You're going to ten your days. sisters. You're going to your sister's birthday. Ten days, a week and a half. Being that Brooke and I are only our birthdays are only a week and a half apart, we are planning a very special birthday episode. Ooh. First of all, <laughs> you can ask us anything. anything. So we want you to email us at remolations at gmail.com. Ask us anything. Or join our Facebook group, which is 
if you look for Revelations Besties or follow the link in the show notes, you can join our Facebook group and ask us a question and we'll answer. Honestly. We'll answer anything. Please, if you have any questions about us, our friendship, who we are, anything about our lives. We're open ask. books. We've got nothing to hide. We're we're both sharers. <laughs> we're sharers. <laughs> so other than asking us a question, you can submit a dream and Every dream you submit between now and our birthday week, which is the last week of August, first week of August, we'll figure out the end date, you're going to get entry to win a free Sleepover Squad subscription, So, which means you get extra dreams, extra behind the scenes. You can get the access for free if you win. free. (laughs) All you have to do is enter a dream. If you send us a dream... Every dream gets an entry. Come on, people. Come on. You can do it. You can also get entries for a free Sleepover Squad subscription if you share us on any kind of social media, Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter, Twitter, (laughs) all the socials. Every time you share, you get an entry for a free subscription to our Sleepover Squad. All you have to do is tag at Remolations and you'll be entered. Nice. This is a good, good prize. Oh, we forgot to say there'll be one for each of us. Since we both have a birthday coming up, we're each going to draw a winner. So there'll be two. Two winners. And if you are one of our Sleepover Squad winners, you get a free t-shirt. So Mm kind of makes it awesome. So enter your dreams. Tag us on social. And you might win a free membership to our sleepover squad. You'll have to tune in to see if you win. <gasps> that rhymed. <laughs> I'm so happy. You were so excited for yourself. I was so like, excited I, for myself. You were more excited for yourself than I was excited for you, but it's so cute. I love you. I got excited. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. I love it. I love you. I love you too. Thanks. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, so we've got so much going on with the podcast. Oh, we've been growing. You know what? You know why we're pushing this is because we're almost at 5,000 downloads. What? We're only like just like 70 away from it. So, you know, we want to hit that 5,000 mark. I think that's like a huge, huge it is. accomplishment for us. 5,000. That's crazy. And for you, Bestie, because you put us here. You made this show what it is. Keep sharing because... We're almost there. We're almost there. We're going to do a big party or something. We're going to do something fun. Maybe another live show? Mm. Ooh. We'll have to to figure out the tech. (laughs) Maybe come over and sleep over again again, Brooke. Or I can come over to your house and sleep over. Either way, it's going to be fabulous. Oh, my God. Either way, we're going to have a great time. Okay. Speaking of, like, Remolations news. Oh. uh, So, remember a few weeks ago. Sorry, I got to get it out we, before we talk about you, it. She's dancing, by the way. She's dancing in the, the video. <laughs> we tagged Jeff Goldblum in one of our celebrity hashtags. So we did hashtag what is Jeff Goldblum dream, of mm-hmm. course, right? In our My Favorite Space Connection episode. <laughs> so when I posted on Instagram, I, of course, tagged Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> but I also tagged a bunch of other people that he follows or he mm-hmm. tags in photos, and which one was Emily Goldblum. Brooke, um, who's Emily Goldblum? She is Mr. Jeff Goldblum's lovely wife, for Gorgeous. real. His wife. His wife. Do you guys? <laughs> we are so she, close. His she wife. liked our Instagram She post. liked it. She liked it. So which means it. she saw it. She could have been sitting next to him in. At, at, in bed and be like, look, that's Jeff, babe, babe, Jeff, look, hey, babe, <laughs> babe, these, these lovely women are talking about you. Look, look, like, I'm gonna like it. Look, like, this here's is, your picture. And how, they're asking what the hell you dream. This is how I see how it actually unfolded. Please, Ex- no, no, exactly yeah. what you just said. Oh, like, that's exactly. Okay. Exactly. Maybe not. They're laying in bed. They're, they're laying, in, laying in bed Sunday or morning. talking, whatever. But yeah, she's like, hey, babe, look at these. Like you said, lovely women. <laughs> and they are amazing and funny, and maybe you should go on their show. So that's how I hear it in my head. Yeah, that's totally like that. So you know, 
bestie. We're one step closer. So don't forget to share that celebrity hashtag every month because we are um, so close. It's working. It's, it's working. working. We're so close. We got, we got a wife. We got a wife of a celeb. <laughs> we got a but wife. she's in her own sense is pretty incredible. Yes. It Fashion really model. Is. Gorgeous. Amazing. She's an Olympic uh, athlete. Yes. She is. Yes. Wow. She is something else. The two of them together is really something special. Power couple. Yeah, they uh, are. Amazing. So Very don't exciting. forget to share that hashtag because, you know, what? I, I think I see us a year from now. I'm going to project this out into the I wanna hear universe. It. A year from now, celebrities are going to be like, damn, I hope they say my hashtag next. They get to be tuning in each week being like, oh, my God. Oh, please. Not this week. Okay, maybe next maybe week. Maybe next week. We'll tune in next week and find out. Oh, I love well, that positivity, Mindy. Love thank it. You. Thank you. And thank you, Emily Goldblum. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have something fun to talk about because this is this is strange. So <laughs> it kind of start, uh, starts. I do love it then already. It starts as a personal story but gets into dreams. So okay. let me start with this. Let's get to it. <laughs> a few months ago, we receive a GQ magazine in the mail. Okay. Nev- not I've never. Okay. Not subscribed. I've never subscribed to GQ. Not your, not your, magazine. not your um, cup of tea. I, <laughs> I enjoy it. I mean, I do, I do like the photography. I do like. I well, think yeah, it's you, an interesting you magazine, could look at right? it for that way, but it's 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 more of a dude magazine. Yeah, really cool dude magazine. Cool dude magazine. So all of a sudden, I open my mailbox and there is a a, a magazine to GQ. I was like, that's interesting because I didn't sign up for the subscription, <laughs> and so it's addressed to someone at our address. But the name was Bella Bad Dick. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Bella Bad Dick? Bad Dick. You can't make up that name, Mindy. It is Bella not Bad made Dick. Up. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who Ms. Bad Dick is That's or how I got her name. subscription. Don't know. Was- was there a bad dick in your house before you? Nope. But you've this, been there for years no. and years. My husband, when he when he built this house, I mean, before we knew each other, he built this house. So this address did not exist before we lived here. Like, he's right. lived here since so the house has no been built. There's no bad dick. There's no bad no dick. No bad there. dick has ever lived here. <laughs> so, of course, I'm like, what is this? Is this some sort of punk? Like, did someone? Right. Especially with a name like that. <laughs> Right. Right. It's not like just Joe Schmo. It's like It's Bella Bad Dick. Bella Bad Dick. I want a t-shirt that just says that. No explanation. Just So Bella I'm like, Bad I'm Dick. looking at it like is is it like uh backwards for something? Is it like is oh, someone right. trying to send me like a message that because I'm like a conspiracy. I'm like, what 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 are how they is asking happening? for help? Are they in an underground bunker? And like, we can only reach Mindy with the code Bella Bad Dick, and she'll know what it means. And I she'll don't save us. I don't. <laughs> I don't either. But I hope they make it out safely wherever they are. Right. So a few months pass. I'm getting I'm getting a subscription every month now. Every month I get GQ magazine in my mailbox. Strange. Oh, well, I I was just going to say that happened to me with Vogue magazine. Same thing. Like, you don't really read it, but I love looking at it. It's beautiful. But I called them and said, I never subscribed for – like, I was trying to be the good person and be like, I didn't subscribe for for this. Then I started getting two a month, and I live – I have this tiny little mailbox. I don't have a house. I have like this tiny little mailbox. And those magazines are thick. Oh, they're thick. Yeah. Two a month. Once I tried to tell them, I'm not paying for this. Interesting. Thank you. Then I started getting two a month. <laughs> and, and like print print literature is on – it's declining, on way out. right? Yeah. It's, it's declining. way out. Yeah, it sure is. Interesting that <laughs> you would get something randomly and I've got something you randomly. You got something randomly. GQ. The, so here's the here's the weirdest part of the story. Oh so boy. we've been getting this for a few months, and I go to the mailbox a couple days ago, and I pull out this magazine, and I'm going to show you the cover. Okay. <laughs> and you can explain to our bestie out there who's in the cover. I can't see who that is. Oh, it's Brad Pitt. I'm oh, sorry. It was out yes. of focus. Oh, I love him. Brad Pitt, forever, right? Forever and ever, I love okay. him. Okay. So Brad Pitt's on the cover. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then, and I usually just throw it on my desk. I don't think anything of it. But I look down at, at the the <laughs> headline 
of this. Like, what's the feature article, right? It yeah. says, Brad Pitt opens up his dream world. <gasps> so now I'm very intrigued. GQ's and got me reading this article. Hashtag, what does Brad Pitt dream? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we and want they, to know, GQ. <laughs> tell and us. And they go into this in this article. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this article. Oh, my God. I'm so excited right now. But so how excited. random. How random that this ends up randomly in my mailbox. And it's got a dream article about what Brad Pitt dreams. But, I mean, Love. personally, we really want to know. So just, like, yeah, 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 yeah. just yeah, yeah, can yeah. reach out personally. That'd be Please. better. Yeah, Brad. I mean, we'll read about Bradley, it in GQ. Bradley, Braddy will read about it in GQ, but you know, the personal touch is good. Please send yeah. us something direct. Just DM me or something, you know. <laughs> so here goes. This article, and I'll put a link in the show notes, of course, but it's uh, Brad Pitt opens his dream. Oh, Brad Pitt opens up his dream world by um, Arthur. Arthur. Uh, uh, the uh, author can't get it right. The author is Otessa. Mosh Feg. By the way, the images in this magazine article are quite interesting and dreamy and interesting as a Maybe photographer I would need say. To buy an episode an episode. <laughs> Maybe I need to buy this GQ and like I will give it to you when I'm style. done. Yes, I want to rip out the pages and hang them on my walls like high school style. Let's hear like, it. Oh, she's I mean, flipping. This- Speaking, what is that? A bright yellow s- jumpsuit? <gasps> yeah. It is a jumpsuit. And let me tell you, he's pulling it off, my friends. I don't know if anyone else could pull off that. A look, bright but- yellow jumpsuit. I mean, this is like going back to our middle school days, this would be <laughs> plastered all over my middle school walls Locker, in like a heartbeat everything. with Tiger Beat. Mm-hmm. 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 And I do want to let brad know that i am very excited to see bullet train like oh very yes. excited and i just talked to my brother about it last night so we already have plans to go but this is that's so weird that we talked about it last night and then you're bringing it Here up yes um by the way he that is. jump that gorgeous yellow jumpsuit he's in is about seven thousand oh, dollars oh sorry sorry does it say what it is it's okay i was gonna guess five grand so it's I'm not a too far off. bnb plus is the brand? I don't know, but he's gorgeous. He looks good. Okay, I'm just. Gonna, this is for my your own personal. Fuck me, like really, like legit. <laughs> Fuck me. It, wait, stop right there. Oh, mama mia, these are cool pictures. My God. Okay, so not only do I want to know what he dreams, I want to be next okay. to him while he's dreaming it. <laughs> well, here we go. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the circle, and here's what they say. This is how the article starts. Brad Pitt tries to remember his dreams. He keeps a pen and paper next to his bedside table and records oh everything God. he can recall when he wakes up in the morning. He is one of us, bestie. He is yes, one of us. He is. Brad. Join Brad, Brad, baby. You're going to love this podcast. Brad, baby. <laughs> love it. He says, I've, quote, I found that to be really helpful, he says. I'm curious what's going on there when I'm not at the home. Oh, wow. I like how he put it, like when he's kind of not at con- in control. I like yes. the way he looks at dreaming. Or The article goes on to say, for a long time, his sleep had been haunted by a particularly persistent and violent dream. And here it is. Ooh. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. This article then goes on to quote what he said about his dream. For a solid four or five years there, the most predominant dream – I would experience would be getting jumped and stabbed. It would always be at night in the dark and I would be walking down a sidewalk in a park or along a boardwalk. And as I pass under an exorcist like street lamp, someone would jump out of the abyss and stab me in the ribs. Or I noticed I was being followed and then another flanked me and I realized I was trapped and they meant me grave harm. Or being chased through a house with a kid, I'd help escape, but I got pinned in on the deck and stabbed. Always stabbed. I would wake in terror. I didn't understand why it or they would want to hurt me. They stopped a year or two ago only when I started 
going straight back to the dream and simply asking why. That is mind blowing. So, right? Again, everyone dreams. So, I think it's incredible that this article came out and we can. And he took control of it. So that's he the point. He's like, he went back into his dream and is like, why is this happening? And he like took almost like a stance in his dream, almost like a lucid dream and be like, why? And that's when his right. dreams stopped being this way. Because as a celebrity, you're out there in the open. You're out there for every criticism in the world. So every paparazzi, paparazzi, paparazzo, what is the singular? Paparazzo. That okay. comes after you, every bad review, every just jerk that makes a comment. That's like being stabbed. That's like being sure. attacked. So it's like he's, I mean, I'm sure he has pushes most of that out of his head by now because he's have to. Well, but. I think that's the interesting part of the article is is it does address how much he's under the scrutiny of just the know, public people. eye. Yeah. But so the next part of the article goes in to say the author wrote back, um, a little while later after they met and just like asking what his imp- interpretation of that might mean. And here's a quote from Brad. My interpretation of the stabbing dreams were on the surface about fears, feeling unsafe mm-hmm. or completely alone. It's, but underneath it all, they mostly seem to be about buried needs. Those aspects yeah. of self that weren't allowed to bloom as a child, like healthy anger, individuality, or especially a voice. He goes wow. on to say, I am a murderer. I am a lover. I have the capacity for great empathy, and I can devolve into pettiness. He is beyond profound. Beyond profound. <laughs> wow. As if I didn't love him enough already. Like Who doesn't oh. love a little Brad Pitt? Oh, my heart's fluttering like I'm getting chills. Look, look. I have Oh Brad. yeah, no, you you've got you've got I'm the like, rash. You 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 <laughs> are you might need a, a like a cold towel, Brooke. I need a cold towel on my neck. Like my face gets flushed, but you know when my neck and decolletage gets a little flushed, it's good to business. <laughs> I think you're right, and part of what you said is also right. Like just the constant attention and attacks. He takes it like a little bit deeper, which is much deeper. That like yeah. there, it comes down to childhood issues and fears of. Like not being able to express your anger or having a voice as a child. It, 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 incredible. He dives right in. It's so deep. It's, again, just mind-blowing. I know I've said it, but like I didn't know any of this coming into the podcast. So you are like telling – I'm hearing this for the first time too. And I'm like, no way. No way. Each word you're saying, I'm like, this guy's even more amazing. And especially being the fact that this article just came out and he – was going through a tumultuous time in his relationship with Angelina Jolie. Yes. And custody of kids and such that he's taking a very introspective look at his unconscious, which we should all do, by the way. Because it you're, tells us something. It it's always telling tells you us something. something. What can you learn? What, what Your brain at that point of the night is working as your body is physically sleeping. So what is it trying to tell you? It's like being vulnerable. Really, it is because like he even was saying like, I want to, he didn't say this exactly, but yeah, he shows some real vulnerability. And like he even said earlier, you know, he wants to learn more about when he's not in control. Like he said, not at the helm. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really brave because people are usually scared of what they don't know. And he's kind of diving in wanting to wanting to know what it's all about. And I just, I just want to see his little dream journal next to his bed, like because I'm sure it's like adorably cute. I hope he he's probably got like a unicorn like on it. You do. I hope, I hope he does. <laughs> Brad, can we can we just like connect and then we'll just exchange pictures and dream journals? Because that'd be kind of cool. Um, like they say, a picture speaks a thousand words. So, Brad, show us what you're drawing in your dream journal. <laughs> Again, hashtag What does Brad Pitt dream? We want to know. Let's let's get into like some the nitty really gritty. Dip. We got one here, but we really let let the podcast know. Let us know. Let us. Know. I'm a, I'm gonna drop this in the mail for you. By the way, I'm gonna oh, please, send this. Please do. Actually, I'll send it back with my sisters this week. Oh yeah, please do. So this is very weird. Not only because I love Brad Pitt and that story was, or I, everything about that was amazing, but I was just telling Mindy before we started recording that I heard the most 
I don't know, amazing, maybe disturbing story my brother just shared with me. Yeah. And I had never heard this story and I don't know how, but he said, it was like that time I got stabbed in St. Louis. What? That's what I said. I said, what? And he goes, I never told you that story. I'm Your like, brother didn't tell you he got stabbed? He's had a lot of stuff in his day, so maybe he just doesn't realize. Your your brother's a very worldly man. <laughs> Without with leaving the country like once, he's he, very he's worldly. He's like the Dos Equis man, but if you yeah. think of a tattooed Midwestern guy balding with a goatee. Yeah, just this kind of the same big thing. kind of like he looks scary, but he's not. Piercings, but yeah, tattoos. It, I was just a little blown away and... Like, how do you not tell your sister when you were stabbed? And he was like, well, I told you when I was shot at in Gary. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. But what? I don't okay, remember. So that, you we got to say that one for another one time. But tell me the stabbing story. So he was there with his friend. And I don't know what St. Louis. St. Louis. Okay. I don't know what the situation was. But he's like, the guy stabbed me with a pen knife. I'm like, what is a pen knife? He's Sounds like, dangerous. well, it's like, yeah, it's, I guess he said it's like, just like a pen, like shaped like a pen, but then a, you can like a blade hit a button out? or something and a no. blade comes out. And I'm like, where did you get stabbed? I want a lipstick knife. I want a, a thing oh. that looks like a lipstick tube and then just a knife slides out. That sounds awesome. I've heard of a lipstick tube for other Mace? things. Oh. <laughs> um, it's like when you just got to have a mini vibrator in your purse for whatever you need. <laughs> okay, I'm going one way, you're going the other. I'm just thinking like stabbing people and you're thinking of getting jolly. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, long story short, my brother was stabbed in the stomach. <laughs> I never knew. And he said, next time I see him, he'll show me the scar. But it's wait, still wait. There. So how did it happen? What, what's, the, what's the breakdown of the story? I... We were literally coming in to record, and I was like, oh, my God, how have I never heard this? So I need more details. I need to get the details, and I will come back next week with more to the story. Please. I, I would love to know. Because I always heard he once got stabbed. But you never knew that. <laughs> by a pimp with an icicle. <laughs> the, the story I knew, is, that, I knew the, that story. The stories never cease with the Brett Althaus. Right, I never knew that he actually got stabbed in with the a stomach pen knife. with a pen knife. Okay, well, I just thought it was so funny because you were just talking about the stabbing dreams with Brad Pitt, and I'm like, yeah, not even an hour ago, I was hearing the stabbing story for the first time. Well, about my brother, this Brad Pitt. I'm gonna drop this magazine into the ma- or actually, I'm gonna give it to my sisters this weekend because I'm yeah. gonna see my sisters. I'm gonna give you the Bella Bad Dick. Copy of GQ. That is worth a million. I'm sending it to you. What are you doing this weekend? Why are you seeing your sisters? Um, so we are big Buffett fans, and so we're going to see Jimmy Buffett in Wisconsin. Ooh. But let me give you a little bit of backstory <laughs> about this. And more than half of you will tune out. Although our one of our besties out there is actually coming with us, um, Karen. So. Ooh, that's fun. We're very happy and proud for their contributions. I grew up but. listening to the music of Jimmy Buffett. So being in the Midwest, landlocked in Iowa, there's nothing you dream of more than the ocean and the beach. And so mm. my parents, young hippies they were, totally <laughs> loved the idea of Buffett and oceans and wonderful times. So we grew up <laughs> listening to Jimmy Buffett. Love, I love that explanation. <laughs> Oceans and wonderful times. <laughs> I went to my first Buffett concert in like 2004, and three, 2003. And, okay. But I've been listening to him my whole life. So it's, it's a family thing. It's a family tradition. But one year my sister decided to dress up as a flamingo. And if you haven't <laughs> been to a Buffett concert, it is literally a bunch of white people, middle-aged mostly, that like island music, drunk. That dress up in costumes like sharks and pirates and mermaids and anything ocean related. So I don't see anything bad about. This no, it's situation. not bad. <laughs> so my sister dressed up as a flamingo, and she got so much attention. The next year, uh, my three sisters and I, the four of us, dressed up as flamingos, and hence started the Flamingo Sister. Woo! It's a it's a legacy. Part of Buffett. 
And so every year we dress up like flamingos. We go to the concert, pink feathers. Like it's, I'm going to post up obviously a picture on Instagram this weekend when we go so you can see the insanity of what we are. The flamingo sisters in full effect. In full effect. And so we're going to the concert. I'm expecting to have a good time. I'm I hope so. I hope that's what you expect. Wisconsin, Buffett. Is it Alpine Valley? Yeah. Okay. I think you again. Do you want to go? Because what are you doing Saturday? <laughs> I'll sleep in my car with me. I'll sleep in your car with you. I'll make. What sure are you doing Saturday? Sleep. Do you want to go? Can you? Do you want? Do you have anything going on Saturday? You should come with me. You can drive with them, and you can come meet me. You won't even believe what I might be doing this weekend. Not a Buffett concert. Camping. No. This is way better. Sleep in my car. I'm way sure it's way better. You know, I'm not a camper. Oh, I'm a little nervous about it. I've managed to camp for 12 hours <laughs> without calling someone to come pick me up. Okay. So this weekend should be interesting. I'll have to update everyone on whether I made it through the two nights. Where, or where are you camping? Backbone State Park, which I've never even heard of, but apparently it's not really that far from Dubuque, where we're from. Okay. Yes, I've heard of it. So you're going to go camping at a state park. <laughs> you see how excited I, can tell, I am? I see a grimace on your face about camping. I'm going to do it. But since I only made it the 12 hours last time and had to call Chad to come pick me you up. you go for 14? Who are you camping I'm going with? with Chad this time. Okay. So maybe... Maybe it'll be okay because I had to call him last time to pick me up. But if he's with me, maybe then I won't lose my shoes in the river and I won't have to walk (laughs) on rocks and I won't. Do you hear my toilet, Mindy? It's gurgling. You're possessed. Did I tell you how I I heard the three knocks and then on my wall and now the toilets and now it's done. And I said, I said the other day, this is very Brad Pitt. I said, you're not welcome here. Because mm-hmm. I feel something not negative, but I still said you're not welcome here. Okay, so you're telling your your toilet noises they're not welcome in Europe. Yeah. I think my apartment's haunted. I know telling, it is. I'm telling the spirit you're not welcome here. Okay. Even though I don't feel it's malicious, I hear it knocking. It makes my toilet make a noise. Mindy just heard it. It's not like it's running. It goes for like a couple seconds weird. and that's done. I've heard other knockings throughout the apartment. Again, don't feel uncomfortable, but I still don't want to open myself up to anything. What if no. it's just, what if it's bad and it's trying to like ease its way in? I said, you're not welcome not here. Not welcome. Not welcome. But the, he, they're not listening because they just made the toilet do the thing. <laughs> Listen at like evil spirits. You're fine. No, not bad. Not bad. But I just don't need any of that. No. So, me right so now. I'm going to a concert. You're doing some <laughs> camping. So that's. Very interesting. We're going to have a, a really good update next week. You're going to have a great time and have an amazing update. And so are you. You're going to love nature. I'm going to have an update. You're going to love know. nature. You're going to have. You're going to be one with the nature and just take it all in. The bugs, the heat, the sweat. Oh, the heat. The I can't. Non-bathroom like, situation. You got this. Where do you. Wait. There's no bathroom. <laughs> Where do you go? No, there's probably a pit, which means like a pit. It just means like you know a bathroom, a, a hut that has a pit that goes somewhere, like a squatter toilet. Sure, but like, like some they have like toilet seats. It's not like we live in the Middle Ages here, Brooke. Okay, it's the, well, there's there's probably something you sit on, but it just goes down into the abyss. You'll okay, be fine. so it's kind of like a fancy portable, and just bring shoes to wear in the shower. Are you tent camping? I don't know. <laughs> How do you not know this? You're going this weekend and you're like, I agree. That's very trusting of your boyfriend. Because I don't want to know the details. I don't want to know the tr- details. But you're a planner. Don't you want to know what you had to bring and not bring? I am a planner, but that's why I don't want to know what's going on in this specific situation. Because I'll be rolling up with a full-size suitcase and I know that's not allowed in camping. You can't bring your suitcase. Um, 
Because I would have it's chargers, iPads, phones. I would have a morning outfit, an afternoon outfit, an evening outfit, all different shoes. You might need it because you're going to like sweat through each oh, outfit. So this sounds horrible. <laughs> Here was, here's what we're promising our bestie. We're going to post oh, yes. some pictures on Instagram this weekend. So like our Instagram, it's at Remolations. You'll find us. Just search for us. Make sure you uh, follow our weekend escapades. Weekend, uh, yeah, escapades is have to, has to be the best word. Okay. I don't know what else to call them. Okay. Well, it doesn't happen often we forget the end of the episode. Not very, as in never. Well, as in never, but we logged off and Brooks texted me. We forgot to say our uh, sign-off, our signature sign-off. Our most important thing. Do you want to do the thank you? Oh my gosh, Tiffany and Faith, thank you so much for submitting your dreams. We had an amazing time with those tonight. Next week, we're back again with some more catnaps and one of my incredible dreams from this week, Bestie. So until next week, sweet sweet dreams, bitches. bitches.